All right, glad you're with us. I know, yeah, another shift show charade has just started. Uh, last night on Hannity, I, I mentioned my buddy Mark Simone's tweet. Is, Tomorrow is impeachment day. Obviously, that's today. Uh, the Democrats impeach Trump every February. It's now becoming an annual event like the Golden Globes. Remember last February when they missed the pandemic starting because they were focused on impeachment. Hmm, good points. Um, well, so the Democrats, predictable, nothing. It, 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 is, it is an amazing spectacle that is not going to end well, my prediction, for the Democrats. The longer this goes on and they're saying, well, OK, we know we don't have the votes. This, is, this has a predetermined outcome. But the longer it goes on, the worse it gets for them because he's not president there's no removal from office and more and more we have the same mob in the media that went along with the Democrats and their snap impeachment having to now report about how the attack on the Capitol was pre-planned. There were organizers, there were people plotting, there were people planning, there were people scheming to, to, to make this happen on that day. Now, why is that important? Because it takes the whole January 6th rally of Donald Trump inciting the mob to go and and cause an insurrection at the Capitol, um, and it blows it up. That's a problem for them. I'll even play some of that coming up throughout the program today. And so... It, on top of that, and it, it gets more interesting, and I didn't pick this up yesterday. I don't know why I missed um, Maria Maria's show, uh, Sunday Morning Futures, because I usually don't miss it. But she had on White House, former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, and he pointed out how the president had been very vocal about offering the National Guard and a presence at the Capitol on numerous occasions in January, and he was rebuked every time. Quote, we know that in January, but also throughout the summer, the president was very vocal in making sure we had plenty of National Guard, plenty of additional support because he supports our rule of law law, and supports our law enforcement and offered additional help. Even in January, that was a given. As many as 10,000 National Guard troops were told to be on the ready by the Secretary of Defense. That was a direct order from the president. And yet here is what we see. All kinds of blame going around, but yet not a whole lot of accountability. Now, this is why, where I think we need the whole 9-11 style commission report. Um, and, you know, look, this is going to go down three ways. One way or another, it looks like that this ends a week from today and it's going to be loud and it's going to be never ending and it's going to be rep- repetitive and it's going to be hyperbole. It's theater. This is not real. This is Washington being the swamp. When you have a predetermined outcome and you're doing it anyway, that's called a waste of taxpayer time, money, dollars, you name it. Now, we could be discussing, well, what do we do to get the guys that were working on the Keystone XL pipeline back to work? We could be talking about how to get the guys that were constructing the border wall back to work. Uh, We could be talking about, well, how do we better distribute the vaccine that Donald Trump had done with Operation Warp Speed? 
uh, because the governors are incompetent at its distribution. And, and how can we fix and solve that problem? Uh, we could be working on relief for American families and businesses that have suffered because of the pandemic and subsequent draconian shutdowns of others. We're not doing any of the above. Um, and on top of that, you know, we, we've got some great ideas for this week. It's going to be fun. I'm excited about it all because it should, and, and it's, it's that it's sort of like low hanging fruit going after Democrats and their their rank hypocrisy because the bottom line is Democrats are focusing on the, you know, with all the riots that have occurred in the last year, the only one they cared about is the one in Washington. And we now know that the police chief six separate times called for the National Guard even before they started to be brought in. They knew hundreds of thousands of people were going to march from the Washington Monument to the Capitol. And they didn't have any preparation for such. Now, we know that Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez has acknowledged she knew a week in advance she had been hearing this is all going to happen. Well, who knew what and when? And why do we want to know? Because we need to protect our institutions. And yes, we need to protect every elected official. This transcends any any political ideology or philosophy or party. It doesn't matter if you're a conservative or a liberal or a Republican or Democrat. They're elected officials. They need to be protected, period, end of sentence. And none of which happened. But the silence over the summer when we had, let's see, police precincts burned to the ground and we had, what, over 2,500 cops injured in the course of of the summer and the rioting with they were being pelted with rocks and bricks and Molotov cocktails and frozen water bottles and sticks and knives. And they were being shot at almost 30 people died as the insurrection there. We had entire city blocks taken over, commandeered by leftists and Democratic politicians saying this is a summer of love zone, a spaghetti potluck dinner zone, a Chaz chop zone, an autonomous zone. Well, the president wanted to send people in and and end the occupation, but wasn't allowed to do so. And the same with attacking federal courthouse buildings and the riots that went on in Portland day after day and night after night. And the utter incompetence and unwillingness to stop or even speak out against the, the violence and the rioting there. And for the record, at a briefing today uh, at the White House as the second impeachment Shift show charade starts it was getting underway. Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, pressed on how the Biden administration felt about the incendiary rhetoric from Democrats in Congress. Well, we've been playing a lot of it. And that would be Maxine Waters. That would be Joe Biden. I want to beat the hell out of Donald Trump. And that would be Chuck Schumer threatening Supreme Court justices. That would be Kamala Harris after the police precinct the Minneapolis burned to the ground saying they're not going to stop. You beware. You take note on on, on both levels. They're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. We shouldn't stop. Okay, in the middle of writing, maybe not exactly the right words. And then on top of that, adding uh, and, and supporting efforts to bail out those people involved in the rioting from jail. Wow, that's great. Anyway, uh, the attorneys for the president now pointing to comments from 2018, Maxine Waters is one of them, called supporters at a rally, 
You are to confront them. You're to con- you're to create a crowd and you're to follow them into the grocery stores. He's talking about members of the cabinet of Donald Trump. They're not wanted anywhere anymore. Biden advised Cedric Richmond had even defended Waters, saying she had a constitutional right to express those views. Well, then then all the time. Well, Trump said fight like hell at the January 6th uh, rally. Well, we played all the montages of every Democrat. It's a common term of politicians. Go out and fight. Fight for your values. Fight for this. Fight for that. They're not saying to go out and have a physical brawl. And the president, you can't ignore the fact that he said many of you will peacefully, patriotically now march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard. Well, how do you overcome that shift show? Whoopsie-daisy. Over at NBC, they have a reporter noting that, you know, all of these instances, Jen Psaki, for example, how does this, how does the White House view this as any different what Waters said? Well, Joe's the president. He's not a pundit. He's not going to opine on the back-and-forth arguments, nor is he watching them uh, that are taking place in the Senate. What what happened to Mr. Unity? I thought he was going to bring the country together. Or Nancy Pelosi's comments when the Wisconsin State House, uh, there was a there, little insurrection issue going on there. But the president, yeah, apparently offered to deploy the National Guards beforehand. It kind of goes away from all the arguments that have been made. But, okay, Democrats now want to focus in on only one of the many riots this country has experienced over the last year. Wall Street Journal, good piece out, too, that, Democrats already know the outcome, but they think it'll hurt the GOP. Actually, that's beginning to shift. They're beginning to worry greatly because they know that they're now in the that this will be so time consuming that it will take away from any agenda that they wanted to push through in the first hundred days of Biden. And then if that's this doesn't work, they're they're thinking about a plan B, maybe the 14th Amendment, maybe censure. Anyway, Trump believes that uh, we'll we'll see what happens. But we already have 45 Republican senators on record believing it's unconstitutional. And they're right. And the New York Times, Tom Friedman, you know, is right in all the wrong ways on impeachment. And, you know, he's talking about, you know, they don't they don't have Republicans in QAnon in, in China. And and how do we do this week after week, month after month and think we're a serious country? We're so deeply unserious as a country now. We need to put this crap behind us, he says, and get focused on the future because right now we're going to be falling farther and farther behind. Okay, Daily Caller said that the outburst by Friedman was complimenting China on their on their faster trains that they have in spite of, you know, all the other bad stuff that goes on in that country and all the suppression of individual rights and all the territorial ambitions that are taking place there. Um, So anyway, you know, what you have is probably both sides looking to avoid a dragged-out impeachment battle. This likely, I can't say for certain, I'd say 95% is going to be something that's over in a week. And there is some trepidation and fear among a lot of Democrats and apparently Biden deep down. But Biden, I don't think, has the ability to stand up to his radical base. But if you look at, you know, the president now being out of office as long as he's been out of office. okay, well, he's still taking he's still he's still bringing all the attention to him. The insurrection charges, 
I'm pretty sure this is going to break down to three separate arguments for the defense, and I don't think it's going to take them the 16 hours that they've allocated to each side. And I would argue that the big part of it's going to be the lack of constitutionality, which would include jurisdictional issues, that he's a private citizen, therefore they don't have the jurisdiction um, for, for this trial. Second, I think it's going to be argued on you know, the whole issue of, of what actually happened. And now that we're learning that it was pre-planned and that there are, this was an organized, orchestrated, pre-planned effort, law enforcement is telling us that. Even the liberal news media mob is telling us that. Even Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez is telling us that. And everybody else in between is telling us that. So now they've got a problem. FBI investigators, now court documents are all telling us that. So the idea that this was a spontaneous insurrection, I don't think it's going to work. And on top of all of that, who's presiding? It's not Chief Justice John Roberts, as the Constitution calls for. No, they've decided on Patrick Leahy, a guy that is already, again, this, this is supposed to be a trial. A guy that has already said Trump should be convicted is presiding over these proceedings. Now, does that make does that seem like a, a fair trial to any decent American? That doesn't sound like America at all to me. And that's the that's what that's what's unfolding in your nation's swamp, the sewer, the U.S. Capitol today.